Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unscripted Scripts Show. I am Jeff, and I am joined by <laughs> John and Lawrence. <laughs> and let's start the show. 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 <laughs> cheery for you <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> well i like to start out i want to get good energy going yeah. uh right from the beginning we may need it <laughs> Bring... why why would you well, say who that? knows we may need it we always have it so you know what's what, what are you worried about i'm not worried i just well, said we may need it. well and now we have it for good yes so this is it. you know what they say it's better to need it yeah. it's better to have it and, and, and not need, need it, it than it is need to it need it and, and not have it exactly not have it later so that way you'll have it now Right, right. I think that's the expression. It's something like that. Yes, fool me once and won't get fooled again. Well, that's that's in Texas, and this is what yeah, that's what they say in Texas. Texas and Tennessee too, probably. The Texas expression. So uh, that actually is a nice segue to uh, my review. Oh, oh good. Okay. What do, you, what do you have to review, Jan? Uh, I watched a movie today, even though I was working from home. I'm supposed to be working, but hey, don't tell the boss. Am I right, fellas? Um. I think I'm going to have to have a conversation with your supervisor. Uh, he just quit, so uh, don't worry about it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, so I watched a movie. Uh, the movie's called UV? Vengeance. Oh. It came out this year, uh, just recently, like last month, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's You're not going to like this next three sentences, <laughs> or these next no. three words. Written, directed, and starring uh, B.J. Novak. Uh, most people would know Wait. him from oh, The Office. from The, yeah, the office, office, yeah. yeah. Ryan from The Office. Ryan. I never watched The Office, so I wouldn't know who. The Temp. Yeah. Yeah, he was on The Office. Was he funny on The Office? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He like, wrote for the show more than he was. So he was like kind of the, like he was the young guy who yeah. was like the normal, and everybody else is a weirdo. Yeah. But he wasn't like Jim, or Jim's like an asshole. You know. You know, let me tell you something. Here, the thing about The Office is a lot of people. I'm gonna they, glare into the camera. They, yeah, that's this thing is like, look what everyone else is doing. I'm not like them. Oh, is that's Jim why like I, cool? I always hated them, yeah, or hated Jim. Is Jim cool? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be like the normal guy. Yeah, you know, the you British know. version never did that exactly. <laughs> but well, he, they did have the the Jim character, but he was kind of a loser. You know, the the Jim character on the British. That's office. true. Yeah. Or the British counterpart to Jim. But anyway, what what I think a lot of people they watch The Office and then they sort of identify with Jim because they think they're the cool guy. Because they think like, oh, that's like me at my job. I'm also normal and everybody's weird. But really, I think really that anyone who thinks they identify with Jim is more like Kevin. Really, at The Office, aren't we all Creed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That's who I want to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not John a, doesn't know. Yeah, reviewing my movie or reviewing oh, the office? Sorry, fellas? okay, you brought sorry. up the office. You I mean, you me stepped all over the plugs to get it out. All the plugs! Oh, yeah. I forgot about the plugs. Well, how about we do that? How about this? Do let's, the review. Let's no, do the review. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Because I, you know what? I don't I'm, like, here, let me tell you something. I, I should have said this before we started recording. I don't like coming right in, you know, hey, it's us. It's our show. It's back on. And then, okay, Patreon and Twitter. All right, fine. So let's do the like review it, segment, and then we can do the plugs, and then we can get into the script. We're mm-hmm. going to read a little bit here. All right. Okay. I think our okay. 
Yeah, I think our fans would like the new format. Uh, Who cares what they think? <laughs> <Are they> retooling? <laughs> probably not. This is probably the end of the show. But you know, do your review. All right. What, so, what, yeah. So what was the movie called? Like, if you were paying attention, you would have known it was called Vengeance. Oh, I was not listening to that part. <laughs> Sorry. He tunes out about sixty percent of your reviews. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> I tune out a lot of things. <laughs> but you know, the ones that my favorite ones to do are when I go out of my way to watch a movie just so I have one for the show. And this is one of those times. And uh-huh. uh, so, yeah, written, directed. By and starring B.J. Novak of The Office. Uh-huh. And um, so B.J. Novak plays the lead. Uh, he is um, a smarmy New Yorker staffer who is also mm. trying to, you know, get a podcast going. And so he goes to, and it's very thinly veiled. It's pretty much NPR, but it's just different letters. <laughs> like This American Life podcast or something? Oh, oh yeah. Well, this American Life podcast is what is the exact like type of podcast that he's trying uh. to do. Well, he, the podcast that he's trying to start is actually goes into what would be This American Life, but it's actually it's called American Moment. American Moment. Moment. Interesting. So what happens is uh, he, uh, he gets a phone call from Texas because uh, it turns out Texas. that... This girl that he had fucked a few times mm-hmm. uh, has died. Oh. And I guess her family thought that they were, like, boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh-huh. And so in order to, like, you know, kind of just, like, you know, keep up the appearances and let them continue to live with that fantasy, he decides to go down to Texas. And the... Uh, Texas. 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 The girl's brother is, um... What's he going to say? The one who... hmm Texas. Chides him into coming down. And uh, I, I had a thought. What the hell was I going to say? I don't know. I didn't I watch know. the movie. You didn't watch the movie. I'm not in your head. I, you're not in my... I, or, all right, John. Fantastic review. Shut up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just pause for a moment. I just watch this today. <laughs> yeah, but the girl's brother is the one that calls him. And so he comes down to like keep up appearances. Right. And so the girl... Oh, that's right. The brother is convinced that this overdose was actually foul play. Uh-huh. And wait, it, what overdose? Yeah, she dies of an overdose. Oh, his sister died sister, of uh, the, the girl, fentanyl. Yeah, the girl that he was fucking dies of an overdose. But the brother is convinced that it was foul play. Oh, wow. because she never touched an Advil in her life. I see. Wait, it was Advil. No, it's like she wouldn't even touch an uh, Advil. That's what you're saying. Never t- taken a single. She drug. was straight edge. Straight yeah, edge. Wouldn't even, even take an Advil. Even OTC and, and, a, and this is an overdose. What? So he thinks there's foul play, and it, what? It, so what, and th- he decides this is going to be his podcast for NPR hmm. or whatever other letters they use in the movie, and so he's G A Y. How was that? That was a good dinger. Song. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he's you know sending you know his clip says he's recording up to his producer and meets the girl's family and all this other shit and then your comedy and it also becomes a mystery oh and he makes his podcast sounds fine tingly dingly but you know <laughs> the way i would describe this movie is remember that scene from family guy where quagmire tells brian why he doesn't like him <laughs> yeah. yeah it's kind of like a, a low-key version of that except okay. played out over two hours because you know Smarmy New Yorker comes down to Texas to gawk at them. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, okay, I see what's going on. That actually sounds good. So, I like when smarmy people get put in their place. Well, they'll get really. Well, I'm not gonna give away too much, but you know, he he, you know, realizes that like you know, yeah, worlds and whatnot, folks, not just tiptoeing around. What's go, what's you know, trying to you know, 
not going to win the plot. But I will say, very funny movie. Okay. It's okay. a very funny movie, and the ending, it becomes a mystery, so he's doing this podcast to send to NPR and um, investigating this girl's death, see what happens, and what ends up, a lot of repeat humor, which I like, uh-huh. you know, a lot of running gags, and the plot has a very nice, satisfying punchline to it. Great. Even cool. though it's funny, it's kind of dark, but um, and the last thing I will say, there was one scene I didn't like. And it's uh, a thing that you don't like when it comes to movie dialogue. Oh. When someone's speaking in speech form. It only happens once. I do hate that. Well, no, if it only happens once. It only happens that's, once. That's not the same as like when that's the entire, that's how they write the, all the dialogue. Yeah. You know, like a certain show on NBC, hit television show. On Sunday nights at nine? It's over now. Oh, uh, this, this is, is us. us. Yeah, they, they just speak in speeches all the time. Oh, were you right about this is us? Was your prediction correct? No. Oh, okay. No. She just died regular. Regular style. Regular style. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, so, yeah, good good movie. Uh, how many stars? Uh, I would say four and a half stars. Okay. And, Not bad. And how many um, smarmy-looking uh, New York scarves? <laughs> Seems like something a smarmy New York person would wear a, a scarf when it's not cold out. Okay, so I'm gonna how many internalize <laughs> how that many warm weather scarfs. <laughs> how, I'm gonna internalize that and level a smar that the BJ Novak character, you know, I would say five smarm scarves. Five <laughs> wow. smarm scarves. And uh, one thing I do whenever I really enjoy a movie is I go to Rotten Tomatoes and look at all the bad reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if all the people who give it bad reviews like all agree on the same thing about why it's not as good as I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. That's usually a good indicator that that's probably a good reason, unless they're like trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. But the bad reviews did not really agree on what was bad about it. Oh, okay. And so some said, well, some just didn't like it because it was written, directed, starring, you know, and it was his first time doing it because he used to do television, and so therefore he gets a bad review. Oh, just because he's a newbie? Yeah, he's a noob. Well, that's pretty lame of them to... And so they give him like a pat in the head, like, you know, nice try type of review. The other one was the movie. Made a good movie or a bad movie. It doesn't matter if you're first or last, you know. And the other reviews that I saw was the movie did a bad job of making its point. I'm like, why do you care if the movie has a point or not? Were you not entertained? Because I certainly as hell was. Well, good. Maybe that guy wasn't entertained. No, he's searching for a point. Oh, you don't need a point. Yeah, just ask yourself whether or not you're entertained. That's a good yeah. question of whether... Some, some movies don't have a point, and they suck. And then some movies have a point, and, or don't have a point, and they're entertaining. Yeah. You know? This didn't really have a... It had a, you know, a soft point yeah. about did you Did you want to turn it off? No. Well, I mean, like, I'm asking the hypothetical person that... They know, don't, they don't have the that review. choice. They're, they're a critic. There are people... There are critics on Rotten Tomatoes. I know of at least one example, one specific example, who has actually said that they will go out and give... Movies a bad review, so they don't get a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? That's lame. It's true. That's like those dickheads in the baseball hall of the baseball writers that like no one deserves to get in on their first ballot. Shut up. Yeah, that's so gay. These self-important journalists, yeah. like oh, they are yeah. the they are the key holders to what is good, yeah, and what you never is bad. Swung a bat since you were eight years old, but you're going to be the expert on baseball. Yeah, if you want a real review, who gets to be in the Hall of Fame or not? Actually, a good place for real reviews is Letterbox. Which is where I put all my reviews. No, you're not doing that again. Yes, I am. No, you're not. All my it's reviews okay. on Letterboxd. It's okay, Lawrence. I just said all my reviews on Letterboxd. I didn't give a link or anything. <laughs> okay. Because I usually am not allowed to review things on this show after that one incident. Something <laughs> <laughs> don't review. No. So you yeah. We've review accepted things. any and all reviews that you've given us. But anyway. Have we not? <laughs> Let's not argue. We're friends. But anyway. 
I understand your question. I digress. All I was going to say, <laughs> I do Letterbox, and Letterbox is just audiences. Right. That's all. That was my point. Good. See, that's what I like, because critics are just assholes. You know, I can't stand... And, and they're, like movie they're too busy critics. trying to make their own stupid fucking point. Exactly. And they're, there are they're, movies they're that... They're all self-important Yeah, and there are movies and... on, on Letterboxd that I've given low ratings to, and high ratings to, yeah. and in-between ratings to. Do you look for the point of the movie, or do you just gauge on whether or not you're entertained? I mean... It depends on the movie. You get mad when the movie like doesn't it doesn't make a statement. No, I mean, no. What is the statement that it's making? Usually, the only time I it, when it comes to movies having a point, usually the only time I get irritated is if it has a point and the point is stupid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's that, or, that's fair. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, consistently funny throughout, a lot of repeat humor, and I'm not actually the, the plot. The plot punchline at the end was just so satisfying. Um. I'm willing to uh, ignore a speech or two. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Four and a half. Vengeance. Four and a half. Uh, Good. Out now. See it wherever you get your illegally pirated movies. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, finally, I was thinking about something because you, you talked about how he did a podcast where he was like the New York guy and going to the, you know, the small town types, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Um, it reminded me of a dateline that I watched a while back. Was it Stone Phillips? I don't remember. Keith it Morrison? was one of those Dateline murder things. Josh Mankiewicz? I don't know, John. Stop naming Dateline hosts. <laughs> okay, sorry. <sighs> oh, it was about a murder. So some woman gets murdered, and this was a case had gone cold for a while. And then they they go to this thing where there's this guy who like does his own uh, true crime podcast. Okay. And then it shows him in front of his microphone, and he's like, murder in small town Alabama. The police are baffled, and here comes me, the millennial <laughs> podcaster from New York. That was Georgia. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> was it Georgia? That wasn't that was on Oxygen. It wasn't on Dateline. It wasn't Dateline. I watched two episodes what? of Unsolved Mysteries when I was <laughs> yeah, a kid. Yeah, it was the, it was the Tara Greenstead murder in, uh, in rural Georgia. Yeah. And here comes me. And all he did was go down there and, and talk about himself, about him being in yeah. North, rural Georgia. Like, dude, shut the. I turned he's, it off. Yeah, after he's 20 all minutes. like, I don't belong here because I'm different from these people. I'm not like them and then he's like so they, they go and they check the uh underneath the porch and they're like they never checked underneath the porch <laughs> and then they found something and it was a dead raccoon nice <laughs> yeah so he went down they there went to commercial over that didn't uh, they talked shit on the georgia people he found a dead raccoon wonder why he's not accepted by and them. then he left and did a podcast about how great he is and how he solved the crime because right. he found a dead raccoon i don't know yeah i know i say that guy asshole. shut the Fuck up. But, but no, he literally says, here comes me, the millennial podcaster. That's when I <laughs> turned like, it they off. They don't need you. You don't have, like, training in anything. There's the guy yeah, that'd be like us going down there. You're not a forensic scientist or whatever. Anyhow. But so anyway. Yeah. So once You're we right. edit out the first part of my review. It's not cool. <laughs> we don't need to edit anything. anything, anything no, yeah, I did a little stammering there. So okay. anyway, uh, plugs. Plugs. Oh, now you can do the plugs. Yes. 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 So uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter... Follow us at Scripts Show. If you want to send us a script or say hi, send us an email at unscriptedscriptshow at gmail.com. Or if you want to say hi to Jeff, send it to unscriptedscriptshow at gmail.com. Scripted Scripts Show. Yes. Yeah. Or if you want to say hi to John, send it to at scriptshow at gmail.com. We have three emails. You can say hi to each of us or send us each a script. Please do. Yeah, send some, yeah. Say hello. Say hello. Doesn't whatever. matter to us. Tell me to go fuck myself in the yeah, ass. Why and, not? Uh, well, I'll do that. We will read <laughs> anything on the air. It. You can. I'll send it to you. Literally yeah. anything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash unscripted scripts. We sure would love to hear from yeah. you. Lots of entertainment for a buck. Love to hear from you. All right, Lawrence, tell us about the script that you we yes, got. So we yeah, can. so it's a uh, an author submission. We that, love uh, those. Yeah. That uh, I was I was told it was a fantasy story. Nice. Fantasy. Yeah, so, fan- so this will be a first for us. Can I no. be the unicorn? There's no unicorn. There's uh, such I, thing as unicorns, John. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're the you're the elf now. I only fantasize about real life stuff, you know, like fucking the neighbor lady. But no, this is that was not. That's not a fantasy. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was described to me as a fantasy. Um, I think it says about like going to the bank, <laughs> <laughs> standing in line. No one goes into the bank anymore. And then you hand them your change, and they're like, "Oh, you got to write this number on your change or something," you know. <laughs> what? Write a number on your change. I fantasize about things like that. Well, you got to put the, your uh, account number. Well, I don't I'm used to. I don't have to do it anymore. Uh, anyway, Lawrence. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's a fantasy story. I haven't really been told too much about it, other than the uh, authors are big fans of the show. Uh, have asked us not to name names, of course. Um, hey, we will not name names. We will yeah. name names when asked. We will yeah. name names when not specifically in- instructed. Not That's to. true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did ask us not to name. Yeah, their asked names. not to name names. Uh, okay. But but and did have a request. Uh, each of us, they uh, picked out a specific character for, which mm. we will come to as we come because I don't want to do it all at once. <laughs> yes. We're, but there's so apparently loads and loads of characters in this one, so we'll each have ample opportunity did they, to stretch our chops. Did they cast all... <laughs> stretch our chops. Some of our chops stretch a little further than others, if you know what I mean. That's true. Uh, was that a talent joke or a fat joke? Both. Oh, no, it was a fat joke. Okay. <laughs> how, how, how mean of you. <laughs> I go out of my way to be nice to everybody, and this is the thing. When? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh that's about all the information I have on it. Whoops. So it takes place in medieval times. Uh right? yeah, it does. Knights and what, like the restaurant? ladies. With, um, with the stage show? No. Oh. The uh time period. Because I've been to one in Orlando. It was pretty pretty it was pretty tits. It yeah, was good. But it's themed after the time period where they had knights and Yes. Ladies and stuff. So there's a time period that was themed after the restaurant. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making the restaurant sure. came yes. first. The restaurant yeah. actually came during the... During BC. <laughs> during the Bronze Age. <laughs> <laughs> and then people were like, well, that's pretty cool. We'll just live like this. Like, we should do that in yeah, real life. We should life. live like this now. So, who knows? The restaurants are still around. Maybe we'll be going back to medieval times. So it catches on again. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I go back again. So, it's pretty tasty. So anyway... So what is this called? It's called um, Who Wants to Be a Princess? Hosted by Regis Me? Philbin. I do. Well, well, you're in luck. <laughs> now you already uh, got promoted to queen. Am I right, Lawrence? Huh? No. Ugh. See what I said, Tone? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I was bringing up the script. <laughs> That's what I do when I joke fails now. <laughs> you're right. <what I> said. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, since I have all my faculties back, I'll uh, start with the stage directions. Okay. Who wants to be a princess? This starring... was written in 2020. You think this was like a little COVID, you know, Oh, it might be a COVID project. project could have been. Spot yeah, like, you know, been. hey, let's write a screenplay. And the, apparently they gave up on it quick. I mean, not the script itself, but like, yeah. you know. Trying to sell it. Producing it. Trying yeah. to get it produced. <laughs> or maybe they just never intended to sell it. <laughs> I, I'll I'll maybe. Maybe they just wrote it for fun. Hey, maybe they wrote it for funsies. Yeah. That's why I always wrote mine. Yeah. 
Oh, sure you did. Sure. Oh, no. I never... <laughs> <laughs> really? You think I would have tried to get mine produced? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm being mean to you tonight, Lawrence. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. 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 Be nice. Faden. Exterior. Medieval capital city. Day. Establishing. Morning in a bustling city of arch... Okay, good, good. You're bustling. Nice. Bustling. Arch stone buildings and cobblestone streets. The city of Cinnabon. Cinnabar. Cinnabar. Pokemon. Yeah, Cinnabar from Pokemon. We're nearly, too many jokes over my head with you dorks. Uh, nearly everything. You're the dork. <laughs> not me. I'm nearly, cool. Every, no, you think you're Jim from the office. I don't know what Cinnabar or Pokemon is. So. <laughs> nearly everything and everyone is accented with something red. Everything except for one blue <sighs> carriage drawn by white horses Whoa. toward a grand castle as the opening theme continues. Oh, we need an opening theme. Jeff? Interior, castle dining room, day. Morning light shines through a narrow windows onto walls lined with red tapestries and a long table of polished granite. At the table sits Princess Holly Vermilion. Four. That's Jeff, by the way. One of the requests. That's the request. Jeff, you're a four-year-old princess. A four-year-old princess? Yes. I don't think she's four for the whole thing. but oh. In a red dress, kerchief, and golden tiara with a spring of fresh holly near the base of her long brown braid. A stern governess, 52, silver hair, pulled into a tight bun under a fairly embroidered kerchief, sits next to holly. Who wants to do it? Go ahead. Okay. His Majesty will be receiving the Sophia Dominion's King Dillon today. Dillon? That's a stupid name that for a, a king. Not a good name. You heard of one king named Dillon? No. Now, Friday, that's a king of 13 other <laughs> Yeah, or Louis. Yeah, there's 13 of them. They were so yeah. long. A bunch of more than that. As Princess, you'll host his younger daughter, Princess Amity. Oh, that's me. Shit. Yeah. The chef brings a plate with a pair of eggs and strips of bacon into a smiley face. Oh, oh, that's re- cute. Oh, they're yeah. eating park. Oh. <laughs> yeah, eating park. Breakfast smile. Yeah. Yeah. Chef glumly replaces the plate with respectable, boring fare. Exterior, castle courtyard, day. Holly strolls down the path through a manicured garden. Next to her strides the taller and haughtier prince. Haughtier. Oh, haughty. Haughty, yes. Princess Amony Glacius, five, it's in five. a blue dress. He's five. And her own golden tiara. Amity has the fair complexion and blue eyes common in Saphir. Where's Saphir? Is that in Pokemon too? No. No. That's okay. um in this thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's from this. Holly's governess falls behind. Holly. You're Holly. You're Holly. These are Zinnias. I'm sorry. <laughs> Zinnias and Azaleas. I'll, I'll, I'll do it because I think you're in this. All of the flowers are bright red. Perhaps you'd both like to come in out of the strong sun. I need, I don't need anyone telling me where to go. Was that hot enough? Sounds yeah. good. Okay, good. Okay. Exterior, castle exterior day. Holly walks along a dense hedge of red-flowered cacti extending ten feet from the castle walls. She's obviously bored by now, but does her best to remain cordial. These prickly pears go all the way around the castle. She spots children playing in a nearby cobblestone street. Could we join them, (laughs) governess? It's a special occasion and all. I want to go inside now. Reveal. 
Amity is red with sunburn. No, no, they didn't have sunscreen back then. My skin is so fair because we tried to keep our bloodline as pure as possible. Well, it's going to be bad for more than just your skin. Besides, <laughs> you can't like them on the proper society. Interior, castle dining room night. Holly and Amity sit at the long dining table. Next to Amity sits her older... Look how loud I have to yell! <laughs> Sits her older, unsunburnt sister, Princess Sarah Glaucus. Glaucus. And at one of the at one end of the table sits their father, the physically imposing King Dylan Glaucus. Before it was Dylan. Yeah, now it's Dylan. Dylan. Thirty-one. Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Dave Chappelle joke. Next to Holly, since Princess Bernard Vermilion six. Queen Rose Vermilion, 25, and King Feral Vermilion, 28, at the other end of the table. Wait a minute. Vermilion is from Pokemon? Yes, it is. Two. It I, is. I think. It I is. don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because I'm yeah. cool, but it might be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not cool, and I'm not even going to pretend. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm not pretending. I actually I, am. Yeah. So. The other side of the table sits empty, allowing access to servants and the unobstructed view of a chamber orchestra playing the opening theme. Holly waves at them. Oh, you like the musicians too? You might just be pretending to get along with the nobility. I can like you too. Oh, wait. I can like you. I can like you too. I can like you, too. Like, along with the nobility. Mm -hmm. Okay. Get it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're not just pretending, you're never going to be happy. The conductor, 55, beckons to a door with his baton. Uh, maestro. Maestro. <laughs> the court fool, 28, strides up with an exaggerated march. He pulls out a flute, waits for the right moment, <laughs> and blows. He's on a little tricycle. <laughs> Instead of a flute's tweet, the crash of cymbals, the royals and servants laugh as he shakes the flute. He blows again. <laughs> The blast of a trumpet. More laughing as he looks in the holes of the flute, prepares again, and blows. The boom of a drum. And more laughs. He feigns shock, holds the flute away from him. He wants to be the court fool. I will. Okay. Hey, hey, Princess Holly. <laughs> Maybe you can make it work, huh? Am I right, folks? Hey, you're all right. A giddy Holly scampers. That was good. A giddy Holly scampers down to the court fool, takes the flute, and joins the tune. The conductor draws down the orchestra until Holly plays solo. As the opening theme comes to a finish, Holly curtsies, and the conductor bows to applause. Bravo! <laughs> Interior throne room day. Farrell, Rose, and Bernard sit stoically upon thrones under the intricately decorated vaulted ceiling as sunlight streams through stained glass windows. A fourth throne, presumably Holly, sits empty. Oh. Governess stands to a diplomat, Sebastian Almondine. Sebastian. 37? Yes. <laughs> a handful of other courtesans and the court full. Hey. Holly, and the <laughs> Holly and the conductor stand before the thrones. Must be feral. I'll do it. Okay. 
Now that our guests have departed, we can say that your performance last evening was extraordinary. Courtful puffs up his chest in mm. pride. Mouths, oh, you meant her. Her? Her? And slinks behind the courtesans. Holly smiles, but Whoa. the conductor grows nervous that Farrell mm. might not get the joke. Jeff, you be the conductor. Princess Holly's talent is undeniable, your majesty. Cunt face. I humble. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do George Carlin, you know, Mr. Conductor. I don't know how you do George you Carlin. Go- hey, Princess Holly's talent is undeniable, your majesty. I humbly suggest she is ready for intensive study under the Grandmaster. I don't know how to do George Carlin. Yeah, I'm not going to do fine. that. You tried. That's, That's a good voice, though. <laughs> That's a good voice. You can use that. All right, fine. Who's Rose? <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Did you have it in mind? Grandmaster Bancy of Glenwood is the world's greatest tutor of wind instruments. <laughs> he toots the wind instruments. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> it says tutor like a like a teacher, but you know, tutor. Yeah, I get it. Who yeah. also made a House of your, Tutor joke? Your Majesty. That'd be, that'd be too hip for the crowd. Uh, house of Tutor, like yeah. they're all like. House of Tutor. Excuse me. It's a medical problem. <laughs> Nobody likes going over there because it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just permanent. <laughs> they tried to beat it out of the cushions. They couldn't. <laughs> well, they, it's all the like the the servants. So they have to take the the cushions outside and they, and they beat them with you know the like sticks, the clubs. Call them knee farts have to, out. They have to wear like a mask, you know, you know to, so they don't have to smell it. Uh, anyway, this beam like. <laughs> Because they're all stuck in the cushions. Yeah, Farrell? We will summon him immediately. Begging your pardon, sire. But Bansy is quite advanced in age and cannot travel. If the princess is to remain here... No. This Bansy is the best, and our daughter shall have the best. How long does intensive study last? It takes many years. She has other things to learn. Tradition requires royals to be wed before age 25. Sweat beads on the conductor's Mm. forehead. Well, she's four. Four and a half. I'm certain. Grand Master Bancy will respect her highness's other duties. Seriously? Do you have her entire life planned out already for the next 21 years? Uh, of course not. Rose smiles, which relaxes the conductor slightly. (sighs) Slightly, Jeff. There are several princes roughly her age. She'll be wed by... Hmm. 20. Yes, 20. <laughs> Rose throws up her hands in frustration. <laughs> Farrell looks puzzled for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and puts on his confident facade. <clears throat> he typed the C with the yeah, little the curly in it. Just like our uh, previous script for well, a couple scripts ago. Facade. Grandmaster Bancy, it is Sebastian. Grandmaster Bancy, it is. Sebastian, make the arrangements. Bows deeply. Instantly, Your Majesty. <laughs> Try not to involve. <laughs> that will never get old for no. me. Audience, maybe, but never me. 
try not to involve King Linnaeus personally. He'll just overcomplicate things. Sebastian smiles, points to his ear, and then his heart. Excellent advice. <laughs> I, I shall also arrange for an armed escort as Her oh. Highness crosses the frontier. How many arms does he have? <laughs> very. I have six, seven, eight. No, two. I have two arms. <laughs> two arms yeah. or two escorts? Uh, well, that would be four arms. <laughs> hey, escorts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Let's talk about prostitutes. See that Holly is prepared to travel. Oh, got my miscurtsies deeply. Oh, of course. Oh, I was doing that, but okay. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it. I'm the, I, oh, that's right. You're the governess. Yeah. All right, good. Of course, your majesty. The conductor starts breathing again. <sighs> and the court fool crouches down to give the gleeful Holly Ooh. a high five. Hey, hey, that was a short one I was getting. <laughs> Had to seize my fly. Hey, you're all right. Hey, you're all right. <laughs> the con- Exterior Forest Road Night. <laughs> I just hope I remember enough of them, that's all. <laughs> An ornate carriage drives quickly through a gloomy forest of tangled trees working their way around innumerable rocks and boulders. A heavy mist overpowers the lantern's light. Four armed horsemen accompany the carriage with the emblem of Cinnabon prominent on its door. They have guns. In medieval times, that'd be awesome. Yeah. A large treasure chest is, a, is secured behind the carriage's driver. Carriage, driver, and horseman have red trim. <laughs> horseman. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, the escorts. <laughs> red trim. Nice. <laughs> That's the <Yeah>. escort. <laughs> we brought some red trim. <laughs> oh, I see. Two escorts. <laughs> <laughs> Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lantern's light reflects off the eyes and drawn blades of bandits oh, no. hiding in the woods a short way down the road. <gasps> Interior, moving carriage, uh, continuous. Bandits. No. The carriage contains many comfortable pillows, oh, but, good. but Holly and her governess sit upright and Why proper. Why do they have all these pillows? Well, they have the upright and proper. Yes. Holly practices a scale on her flute. <laughs> <laughs> a scale, Jeff. Come on. You know what a scale is. She misses a note because the carriage jostled. chong <laughs> chong do you want to embarrass the king and queen? No, governess. Do you have any idea how much gold is in that gold. chest? Gold! Gold! gold. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that. Your parents take your studies very seriously. Holly plays another scale. Odd reflections appear outside the window, catching the governess's eye. Oh, no. I forgot to bring... The governess swings to look at Holly, who cowls under the glare. But then the governess... (laughs) Suddenly... Of course, yeah. (laughs) Pulls the winged fairy queen doll out of her bag. Fairy queen? Whoa, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the slurs. (laughs) Jeez. Holly grabs and hugs the doll. (laughs) Miss Gossamer... Should be kinder to the homosexuals. <laughs> Governess lets out a rare smile because she hates the queers, quite possibly for the first time in Holly's presence. Off screen, thud. Boom. Thank you. Carriage stops, and Holly bumps her head. <laughs> Off screen, fighting and shouting. Hurry! 
Holly looks out the window to see horsemen and the bandits fighting. The bandits' clothing lacks any trim color to indicate their nationality. Oh, no. But they're shaved. But they are brunettes, like about 80% both Cinnabon and Glenwood. That's kind of weird when men are described as brunette. Yeah, I, I, yeah. A little weird. Like if you saw a man and someone was like, "Oh, what did he look like?" and you were like, "Oh, he was a brunette." <laughs> no one says that. Like, do you want to fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you want to fuck him, don't call him a brunette. <laughs> so I'll call John Ham a brunette. <laughs> okay, you want to fuck John Ham? Yeah, he has a big hog. I've heard. Oh yeah. And see, you can see the outline of his penis, and you know. How, how's the, it looking uh, at tracksuit? Uh, I don't know. Just wondering. So I've only ever for really asking seen, like, for Mad John has uh, interesting. Yeah, I think I'm, for I'm John Ham. I'm asking for somebody else. Oh. Some oh. sweet John on John uh, action. That's all. And then me. Look, they're fighting. Governess leads Holly out of the carriage by the hand and waves through a brick in the little fighting to the forest. Exterior forest, we're continuous. Fighting continues. <laughs> Horsemen are outnumbered four to one. Governess runs away down the road carrying Holly wrapped in a cloak. Bandit leader, 40. And one. <laughs> there. The princess. You get the gold, and we'll get the brat. <laughs> All the horsemen have fallen. Three bandits give chase. Stop running, you old hag. The bandits catch up to the governess, grab her, turn her around. Reveal. She holds Holly's cloak wrapped around a pillow. <clears throat> her eyes widen as the bandits roar in frustration. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Jeff, popcorn. Uh, exterior forest, day. Holly runs terrified through the forest. Princess! Run that way. Keep running, no matter what you hear. Do you understand me? We'll head them off at the pass! <laughs> no matter what occurs, <laughs> I will find you. Off screen, woman's scream. <gasps> Holly looks back, but keeps running through branches and mud. Her red and white clothes deteriorate. The Holly sprig gets hopelessly tangled in her hair, and the kerchief snags on a low-hanging branch. Rain begins. <laughs> Holly crosses a felled tree over a small stream, but the trunk shifts and she falls into the water. Lawrence? Holly stands slowly. The movement reveals a distinct birthmark on her right shoulder blade, a jagged line, and a couple rounds. (laughs) (laughs) That resembles the abstract Holly sprig. The water rises quickly, sweeps Holly off her feet. Desperate, desperate grabs at the branches and rocks, fail to steady her. Holly washes onto rocks in shallow water. Again, stands slowly, this time barefoot. The last distinctly red frilly bit of her clothing floats over to a large rock. So I guess she's naked now. Why is this four-year-old's clothing falling off so easily, and why are they writing it that way? That's why they didn't want their names. Clearly. Because they're writing about, like, naked children. (laughs) She... She bends over for the fabric. Oh, God, no! Oh, Jesus Christ. Just Tone as it down, a, you two. Just as a new rush of storm surge arrives. You know, it's bad enough that this is filthy and pornographic, <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's a child. Yeah. Jeez. Holly collides with a large rock. Exterior, Glenwood Farm Night. Miles from the attack site, the trees are... The trees are straighter, like that fairy queen. (laughs) The rocks are fewer, (laughs) and the exhausted and injured Holly crawls from stream bed onto a plowed field. This humble family farm rests on the borderlands of Glenwood, with nearly everything and everyone is accented with something green. green. The burly farmer, Warwick, 20, 
stops closing the farmhouse shutters against the rain, runs towards the mud-covered girl. She collapses, and then he scoops her up. Oh, God. What's he going to do with her? Warwick's wife, (laughs) Trevor, 19. Oh, my God. Dashes out to throw a green cloak over the girl. Over, over the girl. But she can't wear green. She's from the red place. I will figure that out later. Which soaks through instantly. Oh, no. And they carry her toward the farmhouse. Must be the farmer in, in the dell. Well, I'm Holly, so... Uh, someone I'll do it. All right. Lawrence, I think. Where's your mama, dear? I... I don't remember. My head it holds. <laughs> it's our GS4. I hate four. <laughs> Interior interior farmhouse night. Trevor blots the unconscious girl's head wound and Mm. tries to pick the holly sprig out of her hair. Warwick throws an extra log on the fire and then brings the girl a dry blanket. Now don't you worry, dear. I'm Trevor and this is Warwick. Trevor? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to do it that way... I'm Trevor, and this is Warwick, and we're going to make you all better. Exterior, Cinnabon Town, day. Mustachioed Red Knight, 27, <laughs> a wiry man in red-trimmed armor, stands in a paved town square addressing many townsfolk and villagers. Mustard, villagers. With, a, <laughs> with, a, mustard with simple weapons. A simple weapon. After a simple night with simple <laughs> weapons, I made this sword out of a stick. <laughs> The Red Knight seems oblivious to the ongoing thunderstorms. Behind the knight, the bandit leader stands. <laughs> One minute, two. Simple weapons. I just shoot rubber bands at people. <laughs> Ban- bandit leader stands chained to a corner post. He is acutely aware of the ongoing thunderstorms and as water rushes off the rock and onto his head. He just has a bag of rocks. <laughs> Those are his simple weapons. His simple weapons. Mustachioed Red Knight. Whose turn? Yours. Oh, okay. Find the princess! The townsfolk and villagers split into several search parties as they hit to the nearby forest. Exterior forest day. Thank you. An overconfident cocky teen, 13, outfitted with a pitchfork and red vest, guides the mustachioed and another red knight through the gloomy forest under the steady rain. There used to be a felled tree here, oh, but it's gone be. now. Wow, what was you going to do? You go ahead. You go ahead. We'll audition yeah, Warren's going to pick. 13. It used to be a felled tree here, <laughs> but it's gone now. Jeff wins. <laughs> Jeff wins. I agree. I'm <laughs> conceded. Off-screen thunder and lightning. Mustachioed Red Knight picks up a broken gold and ruby necklace partially buried in the gold. mud. <laughs> gold! No bandit would leave this behind. She was here. Match cut two. Interior. Throne room. Day. Mustachio Red Knight presents the broken necklace to the king and queen. The bandits! It's just before the storm. All six with her gave their lives to secure her escape. We searched for miles on both sides of the border, but... Voice breaking? It didn't survive the storm. Poor girl. King Pharaoh grips the arms of his throne. Turns as red as his coat, launches himself upright. No! Nice. And we are actually. No, we're not. Keep going for a little bit longer. Oh, okay. Uh, Interior farmhouse day. Holly, dressed in green honespud overalls, overwaters a potted flower on the windowsill. Gosh, 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 gosh. gosh. gosh, gosh. (laughs) Warwick stands just outside, fixing the shutter. 
Are you hungry, dear? No, mama. <laughs> She's farm people now. <laughs> She's farm people now. <laughs> Trevor rushes in from the kitchen, wiping away a tear. What did you call me? No, I think she was saying, like, you know, like she was touched. Yes. What did you, you call me? You said that more like. What did you call like, me? What did you call me? Oh, I'm, yeah. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like she's like with more anger. You know, you need to get the emotion and correct. Mm. Uh, your, I'm, just, I'm focusing your, on the your, voice. Your motivation in the scene is that they are childless. You have, they are ch- childless farm people. Just simple farm people. Uh huh. And then a child has washed up on their farm <laughs> <It's> somehow. <true. laughs> it's washed up. It's washed up on the farm. <laughs> And then now it's, you, you took care of her, and now she's actually calling you Mama. Mama. What did you call me? That wasn't very good, but it's, we're just going to we'll I'm doing move the voice. On. We'll yeah. have to what? move on. <laughs> what did you call me? What did you call me? I'm just a simple farmer. <laughs> I'm just a simple farmer. I'm 19 years old, which is... I, I should have <laughs> had four children by now. <laughs> All in high school. <laughs> uh, Why are you crying? Trevor rummages through several baskets, pulls out a worn quill pen, some ink, and a long paper. Long paper. It's, it's okay, dear. You still don't remember where you were before the water. It's but it's much better. I think I'll do I'll do Mrs. Bighead for that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. And she's sheepish because she's farm people now. She's sheepish <laughs> in the script. <laughs> That's why Trevor doesn't have any children. <laughs> He's fucking all the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Warwick, did you get it? The sheep I can't. <laughs> work found a use for sheep. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's that old joke. Uh, well, it's about Welsh, uh, New Zealanders. Yeah, it was know, in Patch Adams. That's all. The Scot, Scotland. Trevor British flattens Zealand. the paper, signs it under Warwick's signature, hands it to Warwick through the window. Reveal. The paper's title reads: "Petition for Adoption." Warwick, dear, it's time. That's what I said six months ago. But you were worried someone would come and take her home. She is home, dear. She'll need a name for the books. I'm going to keep calling her Holly. Took a week to get that stuff out of her hair. Wasn't she already called Holly before that? Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. I'm gonna keep but she had a sprig of Holly in her hair. That was all tattered up. Was all, that's so it's w- not just a... No, okay. So I guess but, it's been six months that she was living there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we actually have, looks like we have a little flash forward coming up here. Those are just going to be farm people for a while, but, uh, we'll get to that after we take a break. Okay. Sounds good to me. Do I have a, like a sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we, we had a good break, you know, segue, and now you're just like, well, what are we going to do during the break, guys? Have a have a Kit Kat bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Well, you always end on a high note. Am I right, guys? Let's yes. cut it off at the high note. Yes. Kit, Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. Joke. Remember yeah. the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. Four. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. Give me a break, 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 give me a break
show after kind of a long break actually yeah yeah you kept on um we were watching funny things clips. on youtube and we got you know distracted i mean you could have said any time like hey let's get back to the show guys <laughs> i but, did and then you kept then on we, watching more shit no we didn't yes we did. no no you never said that yes you never yes, I did. you did not say yes, that i did yes I once did. you said that we all we got back to the show no, we watched two more things and then we watched because lawrence was going to the yeah, bathroom i went to have pee so you have to have pee yeah. <laughs> Went to have pee. Yeah, we went to have pee. <laughs> I was going to say sprinkles, but ran out of. Now here we are doing. We're doing the All show, right, and we're back. Now, so we're, yeah, we're, we're back. back. You have a montage coming up. God damn it! Ooh, what's the montage song? Because I, I think I have one in mind. Okay, okay what is one? it? Then why did you ask? Just in case you guys had any nope, ideas. Nope. Go. No. All right. So this is. I always felt it was a good montage song, but it's never been used for a montage. Okay. Well, let me read. It says exterior, interior, montage, Glenwood Farm. Glenwood Village Day. Montage. Someday in love we'll find That's every you. montage. <laughs> no, it's never been used for a montage. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in post. Yeah. Yeah. You, but you can read it though. Uh, well, do the song. Someday in love Holly we'll by Shadows you. Trevor oh, gathering oh, eggs oh, as Warwick oh, uses a. Horse-drawn plow in the fields nearby. Holly, seven, kicks a ball in some in some game with about a dozen other children, ranging from ages five to fifteen. Holly, nine, sits on her bed at bedtime. That's a good time to sit on a bed. Mm -hmm. Plays a simple flute. <laughs> Holly, eleven, works the bellows as Warwick pounds. A red-hot horseshoe back into shape. He motions her over to take the hammer. She puts Whoa, her wait. hair in She's a bun that her governess always had, then tucks her sprig of holly at the base of it. Holly, 13, has her hair in the bun again as she cooks <laughs> eggs and bacon and puts them in a smiley face formation. Uh. Holly lets her hair drop to her shoulders before she serves the meal to a seated and very Whoa. pregnant Trevor. Uh-oh. Trevor got a load. Holly, 15, plays the flute in a small band at a rustic shindig. No one cares that half a dozen dogs are jumping amongst the dancing townsfolk. A little reddish-brown puppy jumps at Holly's feet as she plays. Holly, 17, pulls hard to get a new coulter knife and plays for the plow. Coulter knife. Once, uh, once in position, she ties it in place with a rope her dog was holding in his mouth. And montage. Exterior of Greenwood Village Day. Holly, now 19, bends over to repair a wheelbarrow. Her reddish-brown farm dog, Thunder. Thunder. That's how he barks. Yeah. Sits beside her, holding in his mouth what he thinks is the next tool Holly might need. Holly's little brother, Six, a brown-haired boy, brunette <laughs> <laughs> armed with a wooden toy sword and an overactive imagination struggles to read a posted notice little brother i got it. prince roland saved the people of river fork <laughs> village when he hunted down the wild boar that was holly turns around momentarily to glance at the notice ravaging 
ravaging the farms and the attacking, attacking livestock. Someone walking with a walking a heavy laden horse rounds a corner into view, sees Holly, stops in his tracks, then approaches with a big grin on his face. He is Prince <laughs> Roland Celadon. They named all these things after Pokemon. Um, I don't know. Are they Pokemon? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. They named them all after Pokemon towns. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm cool. I don't. Well, know. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know. Is this Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How would I know? <laughs> Impossibly fit. Tanned and this guy did not no, no, never mind. Tanned to a perfect shade of ruggedly mm. handsome and instantly recognizable anywhere in Glenwood. The prince has a bear slung over his horse, wears expensive but dented green trimmed armor, and oh it's Tommy from the Power Rangers. And holds a <laughs> badly bent shield. Roland's gray hunting dog, Misty, follows behind. Also from Pokemon. Awesome long hair. After three days stalking the wild beast, Prince Roland brought the boar's head deli to the mayor. That's good deli meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like anyone scared of a little old boar. The little brother swings his toy sword. Ah! Holly hears someone approach, conceals a hammer behind her in case she needs to defend herself. She looks at Roland, catches her breath, then recognizes the prince and curtsies. Oh, they're going to fuck. What? Yeah. Oh, so... Holly and Roland. She's 19 now, Roland. so she's uh, ripe. She's childbearing age. <laughs> she's beyond ripe in medieval <laughs> times. She was ripe at like 12 in medieval <laughs> times. Roland played by Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Lawrence. Use his face. Roland. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Well, she's 19. She's too old for <laughs> yeah, you. She's too old. Oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> Roland playfully signals for Holly to rise, but remain quiet. Thunder. In <laughs> Misty. Uh, is it Pokemon? Misty was a uh, Pokemon is trainer. Is it? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Watch each other <laughs> intently. I've gotten that more all by myself, and I wouldn't take three whole days either. Holly turns as Roland tiptoes behind the little brother. I'm sure that boar would be no match for your mighty sword. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that was <laughs> mighty sword. He spins around with wide, wide. Oh, I read that wrong. I thought it was going to say eyes wide open. <laughs> he spins around with wide eyes and then bows. Holly smiles. Your Highness! Roland motions for the boy to rise. I already have! <laughs> If you I, know what I mean. I see you're at half mast already. <laughs> like six. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Jesus. It's kind of weird. Wow, that was two years ago. You just got this? It hasn't been rained on, your highness, so it must be new here. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My father oh. has them uh. write these things as if I did it all alone. Now, my friend here surprised me. Pets bear. Nice pet. Would have been nice to have another blade on my side. Little brother <laughs> smiles brightly, brandishes his toy sword. Roland holds up the badly bent shield. Oh, no. All I had was my shield, which tried to help. Does your village have a blacksmith, miss? 
Holly, your highness. And yes, we do. Why, right now, he and his sons are making stirrups for the army. For the army, you say? Yes, the army. That's what I said. <laughs> well, then I won't disturb. <laughs> Well, then I won't disturb. Got your fucking ears on, retard. <laughs> breaker one, breaker one. <laughs> well, then I won't disturb him. All I really need is a minute with a hammer. Oh, he certainly does. Holly <laughs> fearedly drops her hammer into the wheelbarrow. Thunder <laughs> goes after it. But Holly shoes him away. Shoo, shoo. He then decides to go meet Misty. But hammering. Like that would ruin this beautiful crest. <laughs> she points to her pussy, then takes the shield from Roland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little brother swings his sword as if fighting the bear, but stops. You have to fix the wheelbarrow! Holly shoots her little brother an annoyed glance. <laughs> this, and she points to her pussy, is more important. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Misty shows that she's interested in thunder. <laughs> they head off screen. Little brother staggers from an imaginary blow to his imaginary shield. Hey, sneaky bear! Your highness's shield will be at Warwick's farm and ready for you here tomorrow morning. Little brother thrusts <laughs> to kill the imaginary oh, bear. That's little brother. Ooh, okay. I, I take it my shield is in good hands with Warwick? Warwick? Oh, yes. His hands. That's her dad. <laughs> yeah. Very good hands. That's her dad. It's not her real dad. Good point. Your Highness. Holly curtsies and pulls her little brother into a bow. Thank you, Miss Holly. Roland leads his horse up the street. Holly, starry-eyed. Pushes the wheelbarrow in the opposite direction. Her little brother follows, still playing with his toys. Oh, toy sword. Toy sword. Toy sword. Why are you so happy? Interior barn. Day. Holly, sweaty and dirty, mm. lowers Roland's red hot shield into water. <laughs> nice. When the steam clears, <laughs> Holly adjusts her bun on her hair mm. and oh. un unrolls a tool pouch. She pulls out a small hammer and chisel. Not then, the chisel! <laughs> then strikes the crest with precision. Exterior, Glenwood Village, day. Holly, now spotless and made up in her best green-trimmed peasant dress, uh -huh. curtsies to a tongue-tied Roland. She's supposed to be a princess. I, 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 I just wasn't... <laughs> Holly picks up the gleaming shield. Yes, uh, my, my shield, thank you. Roland takes the shield and notices several burns on Holly's hands and forearms. Oh, God, who's hurting you? It's as good as new. So this Warwick is, um... My father, your highness. I fucking told you. Well, your father. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? I will... <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence probably executed the quotes in the script. <laughs> well, your father has done excellent work here. Pulls out a small pouch. Excuse me while I whip this out. Excuse me while I whip this out. Easily worth ten. Oh, it sure is. Oh, your highness. 
I could never. Sure you could. You're a peasant girl, and I'm <laughs> hey, the prince. I take what I want. I used to be a fucking princess. I had a tiara when they found me. <laughs> he puts a pouch away, then. He puts the pouch away, then. I'm sorry. I had Lyme disease. Pulls out a small jar. Well, in that case, I'm sure he could use a cell for his hands. It's made for cuts and bruises, but oh, no, soothes no, no. burns, too. I've known your kind before. You come here with your salves <laughs> and your snake oils, and you get us hooked, and then you, we, we, we pay. The first one's free, and then you just leave town. You can just pay you me take our pussy, money, my dear. And you leave. Oh, well, that I can do. <laughs> my pussy is free. <laughs> Holly brightens at Roland's verbal quote-making. Quote marks. Quote marks? No, quote marks are not verbal. They are... Well, actually, no. Lawrence did a very good job <laughs> making them verbal. <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll yeah, say yeah, that. He do ver- yeah, yeah, he did it. He did it. Yeah. Let's say he did not do air quotes. People who make quotation marks. Right? Reluctantly accepts the jar of aloe. Roland swings onto the horse. <laughs> in, one, in one fluid motion. Oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> the horse buckles under horse his weight. dies. <laughs> The, the horse has to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs, Misty and Thunder, <laughs> come into view. And where have you been? Misty comes to heel. Thunder <laughs> wanders happily towards Holly. Thank you again, Miss Holly, and convey my appreciation to your father. I must be off now. Suddenly, less cheer. Oh, no. There's a long, tedious show at the castle I... Must attend. It's cats. That would be a long, tedious show. <laughs> With James Corden. Yes. Oh, that would even be more tedious. <laughs> the, the fat pussy. What did uh, Ricky Gervais say? Bill Maher. No, Ricky Gervais said that. Ricky Gervais? I thought it was Bill Maher. He said something about, like, we saw that uh, or they, uh, James Corden showed the world that he was a that he could be a fat pussy, and he was also in Cats. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the joke. Yeah, James Corden does not have a sense of humor about himself. He sucks. Yes, he sucks. Lawrence, would you agree? Yeah, I don't really care for him anymore. All right. Anymore. Exit. Anymore. I did like him on uh, this program called Gavin and Stacey. Oh, he was well, very fun. That was with the early days. That's what everybody says. Get Gavin Stacey. Exterior in ca- interior castle courtyard day. Oh, wait, no. Holt, Holly curtsies as Roland bids farewell Ding. and rides off. We forgot about Goodbye. that. Goodbye. Farewell until we meet again. I'm sure we will. Castle Courtyard Day. Probably not. Roland rides past, saluting guards into the courtyard, then smoothly dismounts. <coughs> smoothly dismounts. I did smoothly dismount. In front of waiting Harold, 48. Exactly 48 years old. Who looks completely at home in the ridiculously elaborate formal green garb of his office. They walk into the entry hall. Your Highness's dinner... Miss Princess Galerie starts in less than an hour. Her Highness, Princess Galerie, Bistra of Silver Plains. Interior, Castle Dining Room Night. Prince Roland, now in formal attire, complete with a ceremonial, ser- ceremonial saber. <laughs> you were going to say ceremonial <laughs> sombrero. Golden circlet. Sight at an elaborately set mahogany table in an ornate, sits, some would say sits, idyllic, sits, wood paneled. He sits. He sits. 
Sits. Sits and <laughs> fine. I know you had Lyme disease. It's okay. I know. Well. <laughs> he sits at the table, <laughs> but he can't chew his food. <laughs> they have to eat pudding for dinner. I'm very sensitive about that. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> they could only eat soup, but not chunky soup. It would fall out of my mouth. <laughs> Eating was quite difficult. I don't know why you're making this so much money for you. I just don't know. Opposite him and the tree sits the humorless Silver Plains Princess Galena Bistre, 23. Bistre? Bistre? I don't know. I don't know. Dressed in a silvery dress, silver tiara, and a pair of ceremonial butterfly swords. She has a tan skin. Oh, she's Greek. Straight black hair <laughs> and oh, high geez. cheekbones, typical of John Stamos. <laughs> He's Greek. Are there any right? sights you'd like to see here while you're in Glenwood? No. Her dress would shimmer as she moves, except she doesn't. Oh. How's your soup? The princess lifts a spoonful of soup, and then it falls out because she has Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Sips it stiffly. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Match cut to Castle Dining Room Night. Roland now sits with the UVA, University of Virginia. <laughs> Princess <laughs> Regina Amethyst. Amethyst. Princesses. 17. Oh, that's Jerry Lee Lewis's friend. A dark-skinned dark and dark-haired too. teen who looks incredibly uncomfortable in her formal purple dress. Oh, she's a gypsy. She's a Miss Teen Princess, and, and USA. Platin- and platinum to your... <laughs> Harold voiceover. Her Highness Princess Regina Amethyst <laughs> of Uber. I only care here because my parents made me. Match cut to interior castle dining room night. Roland sits with Saphir Princess Sarah Glaucus. Oh, I think I see what's going on here. He's speed dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was just going to say, this is like his, uh, these are all his suitors. Yeah. Now 24. She just came out last spring. Hey, John, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you go up and hit that button, the power button for that receiver? Uh, Uh, yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. Can you uh, provide the hold music? Yes, sir. Thank you. Are we back? Yes, we're back. And we're back. We're back. Roland sits with Sophia Princess Sarah Glaucus, 24. Tall woman with long blonde hair is a multi in a multi-tone blue dress and golden tiara. She smiles merrily, but looks past Roland. Oh, Highness, Princess Sarah, Glaucus of the Saphir Dominion. And this spring, Sir Douglas won the Grand Tournament. Well, come on now, you've barely touched your food. I don't eat, nor do I flatulate. Only tinkle. It's a good girl. <laughs> Roland glances at an intricately... Carved wooden case displaying a second-place trophy from the Grand Tournament. Second place? What a loser. Douglas really showed up his opponent in the final match. Do you remember who that was? It was me. Match got two. Oh. Castle Dining Room, night. Roland sits in the same position. The guest is Glenwood Lady Ella Pratt. 19, the immature daughter of a Glenwood Duke. Lady Ella Pratt of the Glenwood Duchy. Of Loba. It's Brent Roland! Ah, pinch me! 
That was actually funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Match cut two. Guess what I'm night. A series of nearly identical shots of a bored Roland. Lady Demia Bauzon of the Cinepa Barony of Sempervirans. Oh, God. Her Highness, Princess Vanna... White <laughs> of the price or the wheel of fortune. <laughs> I speak up, Lawrence. That is her suitor, Pat Sajak. That's <laughs> uh, uh, what is this? Princess Vera Ictorine of Arantia, Baroness Penelope Talis of the Trode. <laughs> Lady Denise <laughs> Huxtable. Huxtable. <laughs> Lady Denise Overhaven of the Arantian Duchy of Golden. Now they're just going out of the way to just make things hard to uh, pronounce. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. There's like a whole bunch of prints. Like he could have any pussy he wanted. <laughs> But he's gonna want. He's gonna want the yeah. uh, what's her name? Uh, Holly. Holly. That's what's going on here. Yeah, it's Cinderella all over. Match there. cut two. Interior castle dining room night. Roland sits at the same table, except this time he dines with his parents, King Linnaeus Celadon and Queen Sylvia Celadon, who are giving him an earful. The servants are all on it. I think that you should just go with the station wagon. <coughs> it's the most uh, sensible car, and it's the safest. It's a Volvo. The salesman <laughs> gave you a nice prize for There's it. Just I no... don't understand why you're dragging your feet. There's just no parking in a white zone. <laughs> <laughs> The king eats his meal steadily, expertly avoiding his long nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he rarely even glances at whomever he addresses. He could also be Italian. The queen, <laughs> friend of the wife, goes shopping with her. Just kidding. The queen, whose green dress has prominent yellow details, barely touches her food. She is tanner than either of the men, being half Orentian and half Glenish by blood. This were very important guests on our castle, Roland. Well, they acted like spoiled prince. Sylvia narrows her eyes at Roland. Mm. Anyway, I don't think any of them is worthy of being queen of Glenwood. That's my job. <laughs> or truly wants to be queen. Uh, King Linnaeus with a long nose? Yeah. <laughs> we have the same idea. <laughs> Your 25th birthday will not wait. Do you intend to abdicate? Because at birthdays, you get a lot of gifts. You know, people bring you stuff. Of course not, sire. It's just... Uh... Then you will find your queen to continue your line. And then you'll move to Queens with me. <laughs> <laughs> but why do I need a queen for that? Didn't we have that conversation? When you were 13? When you were 13. <laughs> Remember, we had a big party. Everybody gave you <laughs> gifts. Which was we kept. dancing. We put you on a big chair and carried oh, yeah. you around. Don't you remember? Roland blushes and nearly chokes on his food. I will die, little dee, little lie. It's more offensive than what Jeff just said. No, no, that's not what I meant. No, no problems there. No, no, sir. I'm not attracted to men. <laughs> the queen smiles to herself. 
And then so does his mom. <laughs> Damn it, I fucked that up. This, cal- this calms the servants, several of whom stifle herself or hands smiles of their- hide smiles of their own. I meant, why a noble woman to become a queen? Sylvia's smile fades, then the servants. She would always have the title princess, never becoming queen. Impatience creeps into Linus's voice. We suggested that you become known to the commoners, not marry one. Well, I've thought about this a lot. What if I wed? Stance gestures grandly, like he always does. Someone! (laughs) (laughs) That the people already knew and loved and cheered for. And who is this famous young woman of whom we are completely unaware? Oh, I have no idea yet. And this is after you've thought about it a lot? Rowan's arms drops to, drops to his sides, but then resumes gesturing. Acting! That's only because you haven't chosen her yet. You see, we need a big contest to see who you pick to be the next princess of Glenwood. Linnaeus ponders for a moment. Hmm. The room falls deathly silent. This sounds like a terrible idea, but you would abide by our choice? Of course! No one's going to be able to fake her way through ten rounds of a contest. Contest? Not with the champ. And by the time someone oh, wins... Damn it. What's the matter, John? What? Ten, what is it? Ten rounds with the champ? I don't get it. Is it from Rocky? Just a general boxing joke. There's ten rounds. What? You just made a general boxing joke and you were mad that nobody got it. Yeah. I mean, you, you suck, dude. With the champ? <laughs> what, yeah. what champ? I thought it, you were making some kind of reference that we missed. And? And? By the time someone wins, she'll have the whole kingdom on her side. Linus Potter some more. Fuckers. <laughs> oh, it's my line. Yeah. yeah. We will think about it. Thank you, Doctor. (laughs) Exterior Glenwood Village Day. A man nails to a wooden post. (laughs) Hey, notice that to a wooden post. (laughs) Yeah. Go weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, he can nail it with whatever he wants. That's true. (laughs) It's it's a free country. Maybe. I don't know. It may be a free country. (laughs) (laughs) I notice that invites unmarried women to Roland's contest. This is like The Bachelor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, it's like the, it's bachelor the medieval bachelor coming to America. Yeah, coming to um, America. Yeah, a little bit of that. The real penis is clean. <laughs> <laughs> the villagers wearing green trimmed clothes are mostly Glenish brunettes with a sprinkling of other ethnic groups. See, brunettes in this case is talking about Correct. women. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay, somebody else read. <laughs> Exterior, Orentia City Day. Sun-bleached brick roadway winds between adobe buildings. Can with you say adobe? Adobe! <laughs> <laughs> with inlaid geometric patterns of yellow with the occasional maroon flare. Citizens, crowd in the town square, all dressed head to toe in long flowing attire. About three quarters are olive-skinned ethnic Orentians. The green seal on Roland's announcement stands out among the other papers. Get the papers, get the papers. Tacked to a wooden bulletin board. Elders huff 
in derision, but <laughs> <laughs> nice stuffing. <laughs> but, but young ladies sneak away to hurry home. This, is, this movie has a lot of like uh... pussy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of pussy. Mm, yeah, there right, is definitely, but that's not what I was getting at. For Roland, a lot of like skin color, you know, like skin yeah. uh, tint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Differences between I've people. To, I've been trying to calm up, but I, I ran out of like you know darker skinned people that I can. Well, the thing is, they don't get that. It doesn't seem like they get that dark. No. Like it's just different shades well, there was, of white there was, people. I think, like, one they get to like black. Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah. yeah, that's about as far as they go. They yeah. do not want the black. They, they don't go past the Mediterranean as far as. Uh, they don't go to the other side of the Mediterranean, if you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They don't go south of the Mediterranean. No, they certainly don't. They stay around, just just around the uh, perimeter there. Of the yeah, I got an issue with Mr. and Mrs. in this yeah, script. Exactly. I'm just... Exterior, Glenwood Village Day. Holly, Holly and Trevor oh. happen upon a, the posted notice. Oh. Should be fun to watch. Watch? Aren't you entering? To go live in a castle? Who wants to wear uncomfortable dresses and fake smiles all the time? Well, dear, I only think the reason our village got this notice at all is because he was impressed by your mending. I didn't fix his shield to get something in return. Hearn. Oh dear. Oh okay. dear. Yeah, I just saw the exterior. Cinnabon City Day. Arched stone buildings loom over a cobblestone thoroughfare. The courthouse fence functions as both horses' hitch and space for notices. Oh, good. Citizens in red or red-trimmed clothing walk past the widely spaced notices. Most are Glenish brunette, again, and many do a double take <laughs> on Roland's green sealed announcement. Exterior, Safari City Day. Wait a minute, Safari <laughs> City. Salita. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring it uh, south of the Mediterranean. <laughs> it's west, it's or at least west. Too far south. August August column buildings of blue vein marble stand on either side of a wide street paved with crushed stone. A group in blue or blue trimmed clothing stand at the city hall's wooden doors. I guess he's casting a wide net, wide net fellas, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. certainly is. He's getting all the pussy. I want everybody. Why wouldn't he? He seems to be like... There's like all these princesses. Why is there only one prince? I don't know. Do you think these blue people and the green people would have their own prince? Yeah, exactly. And the red people. Why is this guy... We, you know, we haven't really gotten like a, an answer. Like, And where's John Hammond why, all this? Why is this one guy so desirable? You know what I mean? Look at him. He's right over there. You got, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely right. I get it. I get it. I uh, yeah. Oh. I am a very desirable man. <laughs> Most of them are well, blonde. You know, they, uh, what you, you convey is a uh, image of uh, great wealth. Yes. Yes. In, in certain parts of the world. <laughs> Abundance. Abundance. You, you have many uh, resources. Yes. Not to, to mention consume. Uh, gen- genetically hardy. Genetically hardy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, that is uh I, I, I think I understand what you're that no one no one would get. I barely I barely wait. I'm never, just saying ne- he's fat. Uh, yeah, never mind. Move move on. Move on. Jesus. Uh blue or blue trim clothing. Stand at the city halls, wooden doors covering notices. Most of them are blonde ethnic safari with a handful of red headed safari alongside what? some members of other ethnic is this a eugenics script? This whole, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is is there gonna be like a uh is Roland gonna start uh ethnically cleansing 
Roland's going to start <laughs> talking to them about his theories on uh, why certain types of them are not as smart as the others, <laughs> yeah. and why some of them are more <laughs> are more likely to be criminals. Yeah. Each princess comes by, he starts feeling the top yeah. of her head. Right? <laughs> yeah. so I'm just gonna say, the uh, Roland is a student of phrenology. phrenology yeah. <laughs> Ornate blue carriage drawn by a white horse arrives, stops before the city hall. A footman opens the door for Princess Sarah Glaucius, who proceeds towards the commotion in her formal blue dress and golden tiara, the citizens bow. After Sarah follows Amity, now, oh, I'm now 20. I'm very haughty. Ooh. In my own fabulous blue dress and fabulous. golden tiara. Fabulous. 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 Fabulous blue dress and golden tiara. A blue dress! Who moves gracefully enough to... Grace? Well, you can't acquire grace. <laughs> you, you either I, have grace. You I have grace. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she moves gracefully enough to upstage her older sister. Safari princess. Who wants to be Safari princess? Come on, Betty. <laughs> Let's see what all the excitement is. He started out one, one. Uh, you went, then you went like Italian. I don't care. <laughs> Somebody, you sound like the count. There's too many damn princesses. Yeah. Somebody else, please. Sarah finds Roland's notice and scowls. Amity catches up, skims the notice, smirks. Sarah's chin trembles a bit, but she summons the remainder of her dignity and marches back to the carriage. Very good. Amity takes a moment to read the poster more closely off screen. Muffled scream into a pillow. <laughs> Amel, Amity whirls around, <gasps> practically floats back to the carriage on a cloud of Schadenfreude. Uh, is that what is Schadenfreude? That? Schadenfreude. That, that means you enjoy somebody else's, else's suffering. Uh, so, yeah. She consciously wipes the smirk off her face before climbing in swipe. Exterior Glenwood Farm Day. Warwick and Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Warwick and Holly hitch their horse to a cart. While little brother carries a basket of eggs to Trevor. Oh, he has all of his eggs in one basket. Who loads them into a barrel between layers of sawdust. See what I said, Tom? Yes, I heard. A load of early summer crops sits behind the barrel. All right. Hold that tight. Oh. I still don't understand. I'm Holly. I still don't understand. We've done so many different characters. I still don't understand why we have to bring the tax there. Little brother takes an empty basket back to the farmhouse. So many farmers chucking wares all at once, all to the same place. It brings out all the bandits. It's not all to the same place. Haroloms is just one barony, dear. What the fuck is Haroloms? Who cares? What's a barony? What's a bar? What's a deer? <laughs> it's, well, a it's an animal. <laughs> It's enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Warwick picks up a crutch and uses it to hobble uh, to the front of the horse. Tiny Tim. It's the law. No, I'm no fool. That's why I'm going a couple days early this time. Holly and Warwick finish. Did you know in Uva and Silver Plains, they send a tax collector to each town? The king should make barons here do that. Treva tops off the barrel with the last of the sawdust. Now, if only someone here were invited to the king's castle, maybe she could say something. Holly looks thoughtful for a moment, turns towards Trevor, then raises the corners of her mouth into a fake smile. Interior, farmhouse day. Trevor combs out Holly's hair before a plate-sized mirror. 
I don't have to win, but I have to look like I want to be there. Interior, Saphir Castle, day. A servant tries to mend a loose fastener on Amity's dress. Oh, but she keeps falling off. <laughs> but she keeps Zoot stepping tits. away as she talks. As much as it pains me to admit it, Sarah might have to point, might have a point. A point. Roland can't go marrying a commoner when there are nobles in waiting. I just have to enter and win it. Intercut between Holly and Amity. Holly squares her shoulders, mm. puts her nose up. Mm. I'll have to look noble. Amity squares her shoulders, takes off her tiara. I'll have to look common. Holly parodies a dainty wave. But not a thin-blooded wife. Amity looks down her nose at the city outside her window. But not an unwanted peasant. Unwashed. Unwashed. Idiot. But not an unwashed peasant. Not Ho an unwashed peasant. Unwashed. <laughs> <laughs> Holly holds up a beaten-up muddy shoelace. I'll need presentable stuff that... Freydan falls off. Won't do that. Amity pulls pin after pin from her hair. Get a new shoelace. I need hair I can put up on my own. Something simple but elegant. Points at a servant. Like hers. Holly and Trevor. Trevor. Old clothing into a worn backpack. I'll ride with Papa as far Papa. as the barony's capital, then go the rest on foot. I'm sure others will be going the same way. Amity supervises half a dozen servants packing several bags. Tell the king that I'm... She pulls a bow and quiver off the wall, hands <laughs> them to one of the packing quiver. servants. On a hunting trip. Exterior castle date day. Holly walks near the end of the group, about 20 fellow contestants, down a wide road <sighs> between the stately wooden buildings of Glenwood Capital. Yeah, hometown, contestants. Hometowns are in three weeks. The castle, barrel weld, has sloped roofs to match the surrounding architecture. The contestants run the gamut of body types and hairstyles, but each dresses similarly in a green-trimmed peasant dress, green cloak, and a pack stuffed with all her belongings. Over here we have the peasant family. <laughs> Do the Richard Dawson thing here. where he kisses each one of them. Yeah. All you peasants, delicious peasants, you're... you're your teeth are unbrushed. <laughs> That's the way I like Holly. it. Mr. Dawson likes bad breath girls. Holly pauses as the rest <laughs> of her group enters. She straightens her posture, mm -hmm. puts on a fake smile, and steps inside. Exterior courtyard continues. Thank you. Holly halts in shock. Her <gasps> smile fades as she beholds a thousand oh my contestants. God. Now that's a lot of pussy. It certainly is. My God. I might get VD. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have that back then. Oh yes, they did. Well, they did, but it was just like that all the time. Yeah, there wasn't. You know, it was just they were just used to it. So it's like, as soon as they started having was just, sex, they just, everybody was just, it just burned when mm, they pissed. Everybody was so just scabby. It was just always like that. It said scabs and herpes and sores and what kind of and nasty human shit. human papillomavirus. Just razor blades all the time. Here comes Scabby Cause Johnson. Because there, there was no AIDS back then. They didn't invent it yet. There sure wasn't. Her smile fades as she beholds a thousand contestants form a forest of green dresses with small groups of blue, gray, red, purple, and yellow. Off to Holly's left near a stable, a dozen urbanites... Oh, there's, there's the blacks. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> so they're the crows from Dumbo. Oh, I was God. thinking of Blazing Saddles. Like, What's a dazzling urbanite like you doing in a rustic setting like this? <laughs> you know? 
cluster together in fancier dresses. See, it's yeah, uh, nicer yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. They can't be bothered with this, you know, royal family shit. Right. They don't want to get involved in inbreeding. Yeah. Yeah. Along with small carts of luggage. Holly doesn't see the man in front of her. Ahem. Welcome. And your name is? Holly eyes. Holly's eyes are man on the crowd. Holly. She faces the Herald, and the rest of her words spill out in a nervous rush. Well, I, my name is Holly, and I will be performing a uh, baton act. <laughs> uh, I learned this in high school. I was a majorette with the marching band, and I perform this on the field. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just a little nervous. Oh, oh sorry. Didn't mean to be rude. I just didn't see you there since I'm new here and really, really nervous. Oh, I got that right. You can tell <laughs> that, can't you? My name is Holly of Oryx Farm in Bosky Village. The first time we heard that name, I'm pretty sure. Yep. That's a little town in Haralome Barrett. Oh, my God. These people just love naming <laughs> shit. You know what I think? Okay, well, let me finish this line real quick. That's a little town in Harlem Barony, a few miles south of... I am the Royal Herald. I know of every village in Glenwood. <laughs> I will name them now. No, here, here's what it is, okay? These people, they're into a, a certain hobby. Um, is it Pokemon? No. Uh, is it I don't know dork stuff? I don't know anything about Pokemon or dork stuff because I'm cool, remember? <laughs> I, it's called like world building, where you like make up shit. You know, you you mm. draw a map. At least I'm guessing this is what this is. I've heard of it. You you draw a map, and then you have different names. Like you know, this place is called this, and this is where these people live. And then you name all different shit. Right. But see, they got a little uncreative and used some Pokemon shit. Or I think because I'm cool. But <laughs> then they name like different ethnicities. These people are darker. You know, and like, this is this. You know what I mean? Like, it's world building. They're urbanites? Called. And then they wrote a screenplay based on the little world that they built for themselves. Shit, <laughs> when I said don't. Here's the thing. They should do what you used to do with with, uh, with Sim City. Right. Um, so, and I'm not making this up. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to watch, you know, because you, you, I couldn't play it very well, well so I would just watch you as we you, were kids. Why are you watching me play Sim City? Because I couldn't. We only had one computer, so, like, you know. I don't remember you watching me, but go ahead. But you know there was he did it secretly. But there was Jeffville, and then Jeff Town. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then the city that's of like Jeff. Jeff. That's like, like the Jeff. joke in... and Jeffton. <laughs> Jeffton. <laughs> Jeffton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, there's a there's a joke in the Superman movie where uh, Lex Luthor is buying up all the real estate in California. Yeah, and Gene Hackman's like, ah, check out all the uh, Casa del Lex, Lutherville, Otisburg. <laughs> Otisburg. <laughs> well, that's like that one guy. It's just a little bitty place. <laughs> God damn it. I can't remember his name, but there's a whole bunch of places named after this one guy. George Washington. No, back in... No, 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 no. Because well, I he, mean, you have a point. He named them after himself, and it was something Bill, and I can't remember the fucking guy's name. Springfield. No, Bill, Bill Bryson actually wrote about him in one of his books. Well, I think we're getting off topic. We yeah, are getting a little bit off name. topic, but let's, he, let's continue. But these people just love naming. If I remember shit. it, I'll say it. And, oh, and and it's getting old. Yeah, you but too. That's, that's my point: is oh. that these people are into wor- the world building. I think he scribbles all his information on a scroll. Ooh. Hands Holly a small wooden chit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hands wooden Holly a small wooden clip. He was all backed up. <laughs> then s- <laughs> sweeps his hand toward a distant corner of the courtyard. Please make yourself comfortable somewhere in that area. 
Thank you, sir. Have a great day. All right, sets off just as Amity enters the courtyard with a horse-drawn cart. She wears an impressively expensive blue dress, but not her tiara. Well, <laughs> welcome. And your name is? Amity gives the herald a false name. What? Why? Miss Amy in Indina of Azure City in the Safia oh Dominion. God, oh, please so don't. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm just confused. Miss Amy Indina of Azure City in Safia Dominion. He scribbles Amy's information on the same scroll, hands her a wooden shit. He's constipated. That's why they're all coming then out hard. He sweeps <laughs> his hand. Onto her dress. <laughs> Wipe yeah. it off. Nice. <laughs> he gets a little. He gets a little uh, feel before. And then know. towards the table. I see. You want to bring your things to the stable there. Thank you, sir. The herald's face shows a glimmer of recognition. So, Amy. Amy. Position. <laughs> So Amy positions herself on the far side of her horse. I think I could position you on the far side of the horse. If it's okay with you. (laughs) (laughs) A new arrival distracts the herald. Exterior courtyard day. Amy Amy. reaches the stable and hands her reins to a green-clad servant. She scans the lady's faces, sighs in relief. Oh, good. No one here I know. Amy then looks to the courtyard and spots one Glenwood girl picking her way through the large crowd of peasants. In the courtyard! Holly picks her way through the chatting crowd where she overhears a Glenwood farmer another farmer, in yet another green-trimmed peasant dress boasting to the girls near her. Whoa. Someone be a Glenwood Okay, I'll do it. And Prince Roland said it was the best meal he'd ever eaten. I'm... Oh, to myself... I'm not the only one who impressed the prince. Oh no! Oh no! You were supposed to be a girl. Yeah, you fucked up, Lawrence. Her confidence shaken, she looks towards the rich girls who probably have mad at me even better stories. (laughs) At the stable, Amy sits next to a self-centered, chatty Glenwood contestant. Uh oh. 22, in a green courtesan dress who imagines that everyone is interested in, in everything she has to say. Uh, Clarence Sylvia was born in Amentia, but she takes Glenwood's dress very seriously. More. Everything from calling those to how we treat the prisoners. Even the colorless ones. Like that time I helped Prince Roland look at a gang of colorless bandits. Amy's... Amy. <laughs> Amy sighs, looks again at the sea of peasant contestants. I wonder if they're bragging to each other out there. In the courtyard, Holly passes a rowdy Cinnabar rancher in a red-trimmed peasant dress and kerchief on her head, who boasts loudly. Yes, I showed his howdy party where the river were, but for (laughs) weirder and a pat back down. Oh, who's hunting party? Well, Prince Rollins, of course. Holly lets out a dejected sigh. Oh. Looks ahead to her goal in the back corner of the courtyard. Does that sound dejected? Yeah. yeah that's good. fine. Good. Two fine. contestants sit there. Edith, 18, <laughs> raises her bespectacled... Can I be Edith? <laughs> oh, please do what I think you're going to do. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to do. We, we all yeah. have the same thing. I think, I, I think so. Edith raises well, her well, bespectacled... I mean, do you guys think you could do Edith, in, just in case? No. I, I could try. You, you could do it. But... All right, I'll do it. Okay, you do it. Raises her bespectacled face from deep within a book. 
Her long dress was match with matching earrings and satchel, satchel, betray an urban lifestyle. She is oven by, oh my by, God. by blood, but wears the green of someone born in Glenwood. Oh, well, she lives in Queens, though. Yeah. Near her sits Dorinda. I, mean, I would have picked up on that. If I was watching the movie, I would have, been, I would have looked at her and been like, she looks oven, <laughs> but she's wearing green. <laughs> I guess that's just for the director to know that she should be dark. But she's wearing green. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll be Dorinda. <laughs> more, like, more like Dorito. <laughs> A confident young woman of slender build. Oh. Who's... Well, that's you're out. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> who spent her entire childhood on a stage. She bears the olive skin and wavy black hair of Arentian blood. Yeah. But like yeah, Edith, right. she wears green. What? Because we're all in another Dorinda. Because we've been watching this movie, and we all know the ethnicities and different yeah. colors and skin Dorinda's colors and hair colors. dress is rough colors. cloth like Holly's, though dyed fully green and accented with sequins. Welcome to the exile in the corner of the courtyard. <laughs> what did you do to annoy the hair? Watching. Watching. <laughs> the Atlantic Court. Ocean is still there. The courtyard. I'm not sure. I almost bumped into him at first because I was nervous. I'm Holly, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what color are you? I don't remember. And then what color do you wear? I don't remember. Green. And, and then what color is your hair? I don't know. Brown. It was brown. A brown. Oh, so you're a brunette. I'm a brunette. <laughs> I'm not sure. I almost bumped into him at first because I was nervous. But after that, everything seemed to be going just fine. I was about to tell him, Yeah, you talk too much. Let's try this. Hi. I made it. Made it. Made it. No. Made it. Will you stifle yourself? <laughs> Hi, Edith. Edith. Some people call me Dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person calls you Dingbat. Hi, Edith. Happy to meet you. I'm Holly from Bosky Village. Edith winces slightly. Oh, Dorinda chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> You're Dorinda. <laughs> That's the final boss. <laughs> Dorinda. <laughs> Try short and sweet with the Harold. Actually, just short. He doesn't like sweet. So you can't just be yourself? Oh, of course not, Holly. So this... Sweeping gesture. ...is the corner. It has no amenities... In this of, corner? <laughs> ...of any kind. Oh, yeah, and you're going to make my champ joke. <laughs> yeah, all right. Fine. Mine was, was better. I was more notably, noticeably boxing related. But go ahead and make yourself at home. Holly drops her pack, sits next to Dorinda. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. We're trying to watch the movie. <laughs> Trying to read the movie. Can't keep anybody straight over here. Hi. Let alone the Prince Roland. <laughs> Hi. I'm Holly from Bosky Village. Dorinda! <laughs> so what's with the village? Are you afraid you're going to get lost? I'm Chuck Bosky. Bosky Muffler and Brain. <laughs> <laughs> This is my daughter, Holly. <laughs> I taught her to replace the muffler when she was six years old. And now she's the manager of our shop. Trumpet blares and everyone looks towards the gate. 
Two more contestants scurry in just before the castle was sealed. And it's time. Yeah, it's, time. it's been time. It's actually. been time for like three but scenes. Like ago. never okay. ends. Uh, so that's all for tonight. So I hope that's for all next, for tonight, ladies next, and gentlemen. Hope next week you guys have your maps and your colored oh pieces. Oh my god! So you know where you can move them around is. the uh, the board there. Yeah, let me and, let me uh, play let me let me, let me, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, people who wrote this movie, uh, you are you overestimate people who watch movies and the By attention span of audiences. Because nobody can keep track of 19 different towns and 18 different colors and all these ethnicities and which skin tint they are specifically and hair colors. It's too much. You know, I get the sinking feeling that this might have been an idea that they had to pad the thing out. Oh, no. So they just wrote a bunch of like extra bullshit. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't all right, think so. all right, all right. Question, I think, question. Real quick. I, I stand by my earlier thing that I said about. Well, maybe the, they do. They were into the world building maybe they hobby, are, but like, and they made up their whole map. They drew a map, and they're like, "These people look but like I'm, this, and these people look this." Like I'm, I'm color. starting this to get is a town, and then they 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 wrote a movie around. But like, it. I'm starting to get the worrying feeling that this is what's going to happen. What 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 what's the what level of pitter out do you see up to five stars? Five up to five uh-huh. pitters. Five pitters. pitters. No, I don't see a pitter out. Pitter. You don't think it'll out. pitter out? I don't think so. Okay. All right, Lawrence. Do you think it'll pitter out? I think they're serious. I think it will pitter out. Yeah. I'm undecided. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to okay. disagree with you because I think that they they are st- with all this bullshit. They are serious about what they wrote. Uh, even if they don't ever expect, they didn't, obviously they didn't expect it ever become anything. Yeah. Um, but they just wrote it for fun, which is great. It, you know. It, yeah. Fantastic. You know. And they great. sent it to us. You, 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 had, you had fun with it. You said that is us. important. So, you know, I'm sorry for my outburst. That's okay. <laughs> but let me explain something to the movie. Been, right. But Jeff's I'm glad. been angry at me all night for some what? reason. I, I have not <laughs> been angry with you. I don't know where you get that from. Let me, let After me exp- about the 894th fat joke. <laughs> I made like two fat jokes oh, okay. all night. Only John two. made at least 17. Yeah, but maybe. John's always pissed at me because he has to cart me around. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I'm speaking on behalf of my shocks. <laughs> See? Yeah, set you up there. Stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, let me explain something to these people who wrote the movie, though. Oh. Yeah. In college football terms, you have you and you have state. You and state don't like each other. That's it. What else do you need? You wears maroon. Yeah. State yeah. wears blue. You know what? That's right. You got good guys. You got bad guys. That's all you need. Good bad guys, guys and bad always guys. wear black. And you have too many guys. You know, it's, it's all, too many guys. You, you muck up the works. You're mucking up the works. Well, we were works. warned. Oh, we can clearly see their Uvian. We were warned. We were warned. I did. I think I brought this up during the show, didn't oh, I? Did? I don't that know. we were warned that there was going to be a ton of characters in this thing. A lot oh. of characters, but a lot of ethnicities yeah, the, the and char- houses. The characters doesn't bother me. It's Harry like, Potter was limited to four fucking houses. You can do better. You. You folks who wrote this. Well, I'm, I'm not saying they could, do, they could have simplified things. Maybe combine some, you know, one ethnicity could have a, a few princesses. You got the whites and you got the blacks. Yeah, it's, hard to, it's hard to keep track of. I don't know. We're going to read this. It's only uh, a week from yeah. now, probably, that we read this again, and we're not going to remember shit. We're gonna be all fucked up when we, we go back. We didn't bother to remember it today, again. so it's not going to make yeah, any exactly. Next Between week. like the the first part and the break, we had a uh, you know. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, but, all right. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll well, tell you what. Doesn't matter. I, I will tell you this. I had a lot of fun. Yes, I did have fun. Yes, yeah. we, we all we, have we, a lot of fun we tonight. We had a lot of fun here. Uh, reading this so far. So thank you very much to the people who will remain anonymous. 
who sent this. You know who you are. You know who you are. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Yes. And but, have your uh, script you, guide you handy next the, week. But you confused but, the hell out of us. Yes, and, and, and condense that shit a little bit. And so that, that yeah, would be our critique wanna, so yeah, far. Yeah, that would be our critique so far. Oh, as we you, you, you have you, you have state, and you have tech. Okay, fine. Okay, okay fine. Okay, and, three. And, and if, right. if, if you're feeling kinky, A&M. Uh, all right, that's too many already. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's right. It is too many. <laughs> all right, but thank you again, uh, submitters. We will continue reading this in the next uh, installment yes, and of we, the program. We didn't bail. Yeah. No, we're not bailing. We're not gonna. Why would we? Why would we bail? We've, oh, done, we've, we've done it before. We've been, we doing, yeah, but this is great. We're yeah, this is a too ton much of fun, fun reading yeah. this. And we're um, not. We're not only confused. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is we've true. Had, we've had a ton of fun. Six hour show. It's a longer show than usual. Yeah. It's just happened that way. But that's yeah. great. So it's fine. Thank you very much, and thank you all for listening. And good night. Good night. Good night.